Another episode of WATS, the show thousands of people come to to answer the age-old question, what's the deal with social media? You can't find a show that cares less about social media while also covering it. I'm your host, Carl Hamburger. With me, as always, is Mike Geary, a.k.a. Blind Mike. What's up, Mike? You know, Carl's been trying to push me out of this show for months, but his most egregious attempt was today when he didn't even bother sending me the link. I had to knock on the window. Someone please let me in. I was sitting here waiting for Mike. I'm like, oh, it's a lot later than usual. I went, oh, yeah, I'm an idiot. That's right. I actually have to send him the link to be able to do I this. I made it, guys, despite his best attempts. Some people are saying I won't read your super chats. I believe that rumor was started in Atlantic City this past weekend. And just like everything else from this last weekend, it's all fake. I will read every super chat, and I might even interrupt my blind co-host in a very rude manner to do so. I might throw a drink at you and jump over a uh, rope. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'd be a <laughs> pussy move. And I'd obviously be the alpha in that scenario unless you think that Mike is cool and then I'm the douche and he's the alpha. You're well, a bitch as I back away gingerly. <laughs> I did love your um, Blind Mike Project Sunday morning was must-see TV. You had oh, Cardiff. You had Tukey. You were covering everything that was going down in Atlantic City. And I thought you guys yeah. did a, a fantastic the, job with that. The morning of the Super Bowl, it really felt like a pregame show. I was yeah. like, so how you guys feel about today's Sunday? How you feel like getting back out there? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it was it was something else. It was fun. So uh, speaking of the Dabbleverse and Miserable's Company and Kevin Brennan and all these people, I uh, decided to tune into Misery Love's Company real quick today to see who was on the show. I like to keep tabs on who Kevin's warring with and who was allowed back on the show. You know, yesterday, sure. Stuttering John was back on the show. Ray DeVito challenged him to a roast battle. And John oh. has oh. nonstop been talking about how <laughs> I don't punch down for less than $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a pussy. So anyway, I, I tuned in today to see who was on the show. And lo and behold, Joe Matarese is back on the show again. He's, He's back? He's becoming a regular on MLC. Oh, good for Joe. It's about time, Joe. I mean, he's going to lose $100,000 when this guy who scammed himself is special. So it's good that Joe has something going on. So I'm seeing that Joe is entering the Dabbleverse. And I have to give you some credit for digging him back up again, recognizing he was rebooting yet a third podcast recently. I'm, I might be the only person who knew he was alive for the, the last six months. was paying attention, right. <laughs> yeah. So I decided, all right, if Joe Manarese is going to come into the Dabbleverse, we need to do a deep dive. So I am happy to say that I have Eric Zane on WATP this Saturday. We'll be reviewing Joe Manarese's podcast. Well, a little hurtful, but that's good. But you picked <laughs> oh. Eric Zane. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> You, do you feel like uh, you should have dibs on this? What do you think? No, no, no. Please. I talk enough stuttering, John. Take take Joe Matteris. <laughs> Listen, I, did I give you any shit for taking Richard Ojeda when obviously <laughs> I wanted to be the Richard Ojeda guy? No, but we will be doing Patrick Michael this Sunday. On what the, the fuck? 
How dare you? And, no, good. I'm glad because I, what what I liked, uh, Cardiff was on a couple months ago and we played some Joe Metteris stuff. And I could tell he was fascinated by it. And he didn't know a lot of the backstory to yeah. Joe Metteris. And I like the idea of getting more people to know. Because Joe Metteris is one of the more fun. Like everything with John is very angry. Where Joe wants his trolls to like him. Like, he's genuinely trying to win people over. Which is, there's a different angle to it. I like it. It's very different. So you got, like, Opie. Opie pretends nothing's happening. Opie acts like, oh, yeah, I don't even know. I just, I'm looking at the chat. Everything seems fine. Wait, we're having fun. We got the Facebook group. We're all just having fun. This is the, yeah. what was it, the pod squad. Opie's like, hey, 12 people <laughs> yes. met me at a bar. I'm like, we're doing great. And then yeah. you got Suttering John, who's actively reading notes from everyone who hates him. And firing back. And then, yeah, Joe Madaris is somewhere in a different area of this thinking like, hey, guys, we're all just going to have fun, right? Everyone's just having fun. This is going to be a good show. You guys are going to like this. <laughs> yeah. And he talks so much. He's like, so I changed my format because I want people to like the show. It's like, Joe, do it for more than three weeks in a row. Maybe people that like it will find it somehow. I doubt it at this point. But, like, give it a shot. Instead well, of changing every time someone criticizes you. So, yeah, so I looked up what uh, Joe Matarese is up to, latest episodes, and, of course, he he abandoned his studio and his producer already because oh, yeah. that was too yeah, expensive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went to see before I you know decided that well, that's, that's what we were going to do, what he's up to. And, again, he started out – he rebooted his podcast. He's like, we're not going to have guests. Everyone has guests on their show. We're just going to pick a topic. We're going to dive into one topic for 30 yeah. minutes. That's the show format. So I go on there. Every episode just has a guest on it. Now, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, it started the opening monologue, and it was one topic. And then I believe the monologue was ditched week two. Yes. And he had guests on by episode five, if I remember correctly. So he doesn't stick to anything. That's that and the craziest part of that is he recorded like back to back episodes. So he literally gave it two weeks of recording his show and then got guests on. Well this is what I wonder about Joe because chances are he'll see the videos of us reviewing his show. Can yes. I get him to completely abandon the current format and try something completely different? Just oh, yes, episode. Yeah. I'm going to give him a ton of advice. Yeah, yeah. Tell <laughs> I have interviews are out. Don't have comedians on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a line. I'm like, Joe Manorese doesn't have puppets on his show? You got to have a puppet. What are you doing? No puppets? All right, guys. So this week I'm reviewing other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm doing this new thing called sniping. <laughs> All right, so let's see who's live on YouTube right now. Oh, looks like Shuli's going live. Yeah. He's a thief. Oh, look at this subreddit <laughs> called Hackverse Anonymous. What's going on in here? Let's see. Producer All Chris. Right, Cardiff has a game for us, everyone. <laughs> can, oh, my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Producer Chris says, what happened to the banter? Is this a show? What are, what are we doing the show? And uh, I apologize. I decided to go very smoothly into the banter without announcing it this time, thinking that most of our listeners have heard that this is what we do at the beginning of the show and they would know what we were doing. Yeah. But apparently it's very confusing for some people. I apologize. No, like, what is this? We weren't prepped for it. I apologize. This is a show about social media. And here I am just starting a conversation with my co-hosts. It's not even about social media. Well, in many ways, I think a lot of the kids on TikTok follow Joe Matarese, so That's in some true. ways it is. That's a good point. Yeah, he's a big star. Yay, Super Chats. Some early Super Chats. Thank you very much, everybody. A little Daffodil, two bucks, says, if you're a system and you know it, clap your hands. If you're a system and you know it, clap your hands. 
If you're a system and you know it, clap your hands. If you're a system and you know it, and your mask will truly show it. If you're a system and you know it, clap your hands. There was a new system someone posted in our Discord server. You can find the Discord server by going to whoarethese.com. There's a link to it. You can join for free. And we have a uh, channel in there for Who Are These Socials. And uh, the video was boring, but it was another one of these did systems that is a bird. Ah. <laughs> well, it's good. They're developing a flock. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> the bird had a lot of questions for other birds that are in systems. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this is too much for me. Jason Fusco, two bucks, says, what's up, nerd in the blind, cocksucker? <laughs> Whoa, that Whoa. seems it's a little much. <laughs> it's a lot. Matthew <laughs> Rowley, five bucks. Oh, I know Matthew Rowley has a uh, his own personalized jingle. If you donate $25 or more in a Super Chat, you get one of these. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the amazing Super Chat, Matthew Rowley. This gift lifts WATP spirits even more than watching three hours of Corndiff 3D printing a trombone when you can't sleep. Carl, how much to replace a video of the blind guy you carry with a still picture of Lucy Tightbox? The blind one can still talk sometimes if he must. That's a good idea. I could wear something a little more revealing if that helps. <laughs> I will try it your way first. Whatever to win the boys over, you know? I'll try it your way first. <laughs> like Rolling Stone, two bucks says, can you wish happy birthday to my friend Ray Perbutt? Raper butt. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard that one before. Butt rape here. It's fun. It's fun. Koof says, thank you all for not killing yourselves. Koof, thank you for not killing yourself. Hackleborough, hope you enjoy the cameo and thanks for all the entertainment. Without everything from this past weekend, I'd still be sucking over the Super Bowl. I'd still be uh, sucking. Sulking. Probably sulking. Well, thank you, Hacko. That gets us right into what I wanted to start with, and that is our music segment. And we're starting with music from none other than Christine Knowlton. Who are these music? Who are these music? And. I don't know if it's going to be music or not, but I did watch the very first couple of seconds that she's holding on to her dumb instrument in them. So I assume she's going to strum some chords for us. We got some cameos. We mentioned it last week. Christine Knowlton's on Cameo, 10 bucks, And I said, wouldn't it be swell if some of our listeners would donate $10 to get us cameos? And Mike, I'm happy to report. Hecko Burrow and Brandon both did. I have not watched these. I wanted to be surprised. So since uh, Hacko sent us the super chat, we'll start with him. What do you say? Okay. It's a lovely Valentine's gift. Thank you, boys. I love it. Congratulations, Carl and Mike, on your upcoming fabulous gay wedding. This song's for you. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> Carl and Mike, the time has come. It's time for your upcoming fabulous gay wedding day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Whispering sweet nothings in each other's ear. I call it banter, Christine. It's called banter. <laughs> Even when it's pillow talk, it's pillow banter. <laughs> just just to really draw out the banter, we have to make this the opening song for banter now. Okay. Like, I like people it. People are just like, this is endless. <laughs> when do they get to the show? This is insane because 
you see how dumb this woman is? Yeah. You see how long it takes her to figure out if she's going to change chords or not? And she's like, <gasps> All right, I'm sorry. Let's get back to it. I don't want to ruin her song here. She wrote this just for us. Not everyone. My dad doesn't accept this. And I got a real problem when I brought Blind Mike home for the first time. And he's like, you ruined another Thanksgiving, Carl. Thanks a lot. Your mom is crying <laughs> in the kitchen. Why is he in a, why is he in a lamb bikini? <laughs> is this what you guys do? <laughs> All right, I'm never going to get through this. I just got to let it play. I'm sorry. Her, her. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I, her, I'm assuming she didn't write this. It seems like it might have been off the top of the head. Yeah, her improv songwriting skills make Stuttering John look like <laughs> Tom <Stutter>. Petty. <laughs> <laughs> it's very bad. And what's crazy is that we've been making fun of her other songs. She's been posting a lot on YouTube lately, and yeah. she's been posting her other songs. And her vocal melodies are atrocious. They're always just like, and apparently that's the only thing she could do. Well, the genius it took to be like, hey, could you write a song about Mike and Carl's gay wedding and yeah. start with Mike and Carl are gay and having a wedding. <laughs> your, your melody was better, but OK. <laughs> Let's see where she goes with that. Maybe she's going to surprise us. It's time for your upcoming fabulous gay wedding day. Oh, I wonder who's the bottom and who's the top. Oh, interesting. You'll never know. I ain't telling. <laughs> it doesn't matter because you both will be coming a lot. I hope you get some towels for the wedding to follow. Just in case one of you doesn't swallow. Whoa. Hey, always swallow. <laughs> Don't spit. That's free protein right there. Uh, I have enough my, money in the my bank. Protein has always been so expensive. Thank I have you. enough money in the bank. I don't, I don't need Mike's pro, free protein, but thank you for the <laughs> pointer. I appreciate it. Nice gym workout. Uh. Pretty, pretty good joke right there. That's free protein right there. Alright, now it's getting good. Congratulations, Carl and Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. Should we play that at the wedding? I think we should. <laughs> Do you want to walk we down the aisle to that? Maybe your father could give you away. <laughs> I've never thought of our relationship in that way. And it was interesting. To... <laughs> I had a lot of time to think about it while she was singing. <laughs> yeah. As, as she's singing this, I'm like, well, is this so far-fetched that Mike and I would get married? Is it that crazy? It's a nice life. We have a lot of similar interests. Sure. Seems like a lovely life. I mean, there's a few obstacles to overcome. Like, one, I'm already married. <laughs> that would nah. be one of the problems. She'll be dead soon, right? <laughs> 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 All right, let's see the other one that we got. This is the one that came in from uh, Brandon. I love that <laughs> this woman's gotten two cameos. They're both for Carl and Mike. <laughs> She's just like, what? What's with this? They're big fans. <laughs> 
Hi, Carl. I hear that you have buck teeth. <laughs> well, what? I wrote a little song for you. And <laughs> it goes something like this. First off, who told her this? <laughs> I bet it was Kevin Brennan. I bet. If I had a guess. How great would it be if she fucking owns you in this song? Uh, yeah, okay. You're right. You know what? I'm just going to let it play. I don't want to interrupt. Good point. have to play this drop real quick just to remind everybody do not comment on our teeth that's right <laughs> that's very important i forgot about that we rule. get very upset about this <laughs> well no but this girl's not my name <laughs> that's your it's name a, it's a description <laughs> it's, a, it's not my name you per se freak. could you imagine my birth certificate they're just like it's buck teeth carl what is he a little rascal I, no he's just i think his like name him. has staying power <laughs> it might. Around. well it's a catchy ditty I, I one thing i've noticed about christine Knowlton, all of her chord progressions are, are two chord progressions which is odd you usually go with four, sometimes three. The two chord progression is, um, dare I say, lacy. Yeah, I don't know anything about music, but yeah. they all do sound exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You are fake. Oh, yeah. She likes sausage, which that's good too. <laughs> You're gay. I, I, she, she goes smashing beavers this game. I, I'm the guy from the gay wedding that you just sang about. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, she made that caveat. <laughs> right, yeah, gay. she did. All right. All right. Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, that was worth it. That was a great cameo. If nothing else, you got a lot of good drops out of those two that songs. That was fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> Thanks to Brandon and Hackleboro for both sending in cameos. Wow. Yes, thank you, thank you, guys. And also, can I say, I've seen a lot of cameos, mine included, and most of them are pretty half-assed. She puts work into them. No, like you, no you get, you get your money's worth. worth. You yeah, get you your money's, get your money's worth. worth. So uh, I'll give her that. Uh, Heckle Burrow did give us another two bucks and say sulking, not sucking, as we predicted. But yeah. OT did suck. Why the fuck are they kicking the ball away? Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. 
Uh, Zexy Lover, two bucks, says, did you see the cop that got scared by an acorn? No. Hmm. I feel like that's a joke I should know or some reference or something. He went nuts. I should know. Uh, uh. Hmm. Penis Wrinkle coming in with $25. Super, super chat, super chat now. God's gonna be a super chat. Super, super chat. Oh, come on now. Mike would do it, but he can't. Thank you very much, Penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. M- Mr. Wrinkle's my father's name. Uh, penis Wrinkle, coming with 25 bucks, says, I'll take one Penis Wrinkle jingle, please. You got it, my friend. I'm sure uh, Doug and the Jingles Department will look forward to putting that one together. Penis oh, Wrinkle is such a celebrity in these parts. All the, the best uh, super chats on Suttering John's show. Yeah, yeah, I love that John got to the point because like, uh, Penis Wrinkles a real adversary with him, and this this week he tried to get down to Penis Wrinkles level, and he's like, "Penis, come on, let's, <laughs> let's talk man to yeah, Penis." Yeah, here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think you don't like me over here, Penis Wrinkle. What's going on? Uh, Kelly Riddle comes in with two dollars. I'm going to say this new rule. I'm I'm implementing now. All right, you pay twenty five bucks, you get a personalized jingle. Awesome. I can't get it played for two bucks. I'll play half of it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks so much for the super chat, Kelly Riddle. You might also agree. Kelly Riddle, two bucks, says, jingle me, Carl. Thanks. F-T-W-O. Michael C. Oh, this is a good idea for the name of our show right here from Michael C. He says, chompers and no eyes. That's catchy. Yeah. Yes, no eyes. <laughs> Chompers and Blind feels more like a morning zoo show. Now, when Mike and I first started talking about doing the show, and we were coming up with names ideas, we definitely talked about uh, leaning Club in. Foot and Blind was yeah. One that we were talking had. about Something leaning like into our disabilities, but yeah. uh, we decided to just make it about a, a topic rather than shit that we have to go through. Reverend Shit St. Power from Pooper Five Bucks says, "Acorn fell on a cop. He thought it was a silenced pistol and opened fire on a dude." In his squad car with 46 rounds. Didn't hit the guy. Cop has fired 46 rounds. So in a way, I was right. Wow. He went nuts. That's uh, that's pretty incredible, Reverend Shit-Stained Powerful Pooper. I wish I had uh, seen that. <laughs> you I... wish you had seen us? <laughs> well, yeah. It sounds like a fun video to watch if there's a video <laughs> out there for it. I guess. Right? We, I feel like we should have it on the board. Okay. We're still doing music. And uh, this one came in from Andrew Blakemore. And uh, I guess the problem with this song, because this is on the uh, the subreddit, Crappy Music. The problem with this song is that, you know, auto-tune can be used to affect, like Cher did a pretty good job introducing us to the, the auto-tune effect. And do you believe in life after love? Mm-hmm. But people overdo it sometimes. Sure. And uh, this might be one of those times. The name of this is uh, Auto-Tune Was a Mistake. Well, you be the judge.
too much auto tune. It's catchy though. I mean, I'll be humming this melody all night probably. This feels like Con- <clears throat> this feels like Kanye West's fault. Oh, okay, where he yeah. started this like I'm just gonna talk and rant with auto tune. Won't that be silly? And now people like this fuck around with it. Let's, let's get to the hook before we judge, right? Oh, please. Okay. Yeah. All right, there is no hook. Fair enough. <laughs> well, Mike, while we're listening to the music, while you and I are enjoying music and picking out songs for our wedding day, we yeah. should definitely check out the latest from... John Hinckley Jr. I think he'd make a lovely live performance if I'm being honest. Now that, now that I'm thinking day of, I'm thinking arrangements and whatnot. Right. I can yes. see John Hinckley Jr. there. All right. Guess what? I'll pick colors. You pick the music. How's that sound? Oh, goody. <laughs> that makes sense, right? <laughs> if you don't know who John Hinckley Jr. is, he tried to murder President Reagan. Yes. Uh, and he was trying to impress Jodie Foster. And he did kill a uh, Secret Service agent, right? James yes. Brady, I think? Correct. Yeah. Correct. And um, apparently, you can shoot a president and then be free someday and start a music career. Yeah. But you can't walk into the Capitol building and look around in January. They don't allow that. Then you're in prison for life. That's my political commentary of the day. <laughs> Let's see Libs what... owned again. <laughs> Let's see what... Uh... Oh, this is uh, a new original song called Lonely Dreamer. Let's see what he's got here. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing great. I am. This is my latest original song. <laughs> A couple thoughts off the bat here. First off, if you're so lonely, why? who are these people who are talking about you? Are lonely people being talked about a lot outside of Eleanor Rigby? What do you mean? I like, imagine if there was an era. I understand like Lee Harvey Oswald uh, died. But if there was an era where he was singing a tune, pleading to his audience, saying, guys, I'm just a simple fella. You know, right, right, more, yeah. more to me than meets the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I also have to say the whole idea of dreaming your life away is not a phrase anyone's ever said before. It's not a thing. He's making this up, but OK, I guess he's dreaming his life away. Sure. The song, it's not even that the song is so bad. It's just that I listen to it kind of imagining one by one, like OJ comes out on stage. He's like, I'm just alone. Scott Peterson comes up like just all right. <laughs> all the famous murderers. Because girls don't like a guy who tried to kill the president to impress a lesbian. People say I'm dreaming my life. 
All right, I got to say, he's terrible at killing presidents, and he's even worse at writing music. This guy <laughs> I don't sucks. Know. I think this kid's got a shot. You do? All right. <laughs> it's funny. Like uh, I listen to the Drew and Mike show. My buddy Drew Lane likes to talk mm-hmm. about John Hinckley Jr., and he's booked a bunch of live shows. I remember when he first got out of the insane asylum or whatever yeah. he was in, uh, there were kind of like proto, like people were trying to shut down his show. He had... He booked a couple in like Brooklyn or something like that, and people were trying to get it shut down. Where it's like that's a version of cancel culture I can understand. Where it's like, hey, this guy, you know, shot the president. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be selling tickets to his show. Well, no, that's the thing is that he got venues to agree to it. And he had tickets on sale, and then I don't think he's actually performed live once at one of these venues because they all get pressure from people going, "What are you doing? Why are you having this person perform at your venue? It's a bad look." It's all cancel culture at its worst. It I support is. the kid. I think he's got something. Hey. Give him a, give him another chance. That's what I what say. I, what I would like is if he uh, just reviewed the new season of True Detective, just unironically. He's sure. like, what? I think it's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> there is a career for him outside of music, is what you're saying. Maybe this yeah. is not the right path. Yeah, still a good looking guy. <laughs> yeah, he's got a, he's got more YouTube subscribers than I do. So yeah. more power to him. Baby. He's got his wits about him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, well, since we're on YouTube, let's let's hang there for a minute. Tom Myers, speaking of lonely dreamers, <laughs> I can't think of a better segue than Tom Myers, the loneliest man to ever exist in comedy, but he's not that lonely because he has a cat. Yes. And you know what makes great YouTube content is cat videos. So Tom, I think, is going to finally capitalize on a 2005 trend. All right. Let's see what he does with this. I know you do this to me every morning. This is like you on your way to the office, and you are, I'm like your barista. You're waiting on uh, your coffee and your muffin. Where is it? I've been waiting in line for you to serve me. All right, I'm coming. Let's go. Oh, boy. So, apparently, every single cat owner thinks they're the only person who owns a cat. And talks to their cat really funny. It's like, I've put a unique spin on talking to my cat. I've, I've made it original. But the other thing, too, is like, I, you, you get some of this. I've heard you talk about with, like, John here and there. Yeah. Where there are moments where you get, like, sad for these guys. Yes. And this was one for me where I was watching this and I was like, oh, Tom does this all the time. And finally got to the point where he's like, you know what? This is gold. I got to show everyone. One of his, my friends on the internet. One of his comedy specials. He talks about his cat, and he goes, and he's my fuzzy little guy. He's my best friend. And I went, oh, oh, no. <laughs> this guy's cat is his best friend. He, and it, it, it wasn't part of a joke. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't like him making fun of himself. It was like just no. him be, kind of being honest. Yeah, it was just like uh, a thing where he's just like, ah, man, I miss him. You know, he's back at home right now, and I'm here <laughs> performing for you people. I was like, whoa. Hope he's all right. That's scary. That's not good. Yeah, it makes you feel bad for Tom until you remember he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, until you think about his podcast that he does, and uh, you hear shit like this. On the first episode of 2024, we said on this show that the Trump attorney who said, I'd rather be pretty than smart, was Christina Bob. In fact, it was Alina Haba. 
On behalf of everyone on this podcast, I regret the error. I also want to note this is the second mea culpa I've had to issue on this show, thus making the first independent comedy podcast hosted by a straight cisgendered white man to do so at all, in addition to being the first independent comedy podcast hosted by a straight cisgendered white man not to be racist. (laughs) I'm happy to be a trailblazer. Jesus Christ. So first off, Tom, no one is listening to your show. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You can give all the disinformation you want. No one cares. No one's listening to this. Yeah, how, many, how, many, how much fact-checking are people that listen to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world doing? People are sitting at home listening. They're like, oh, his face is going to be red when he finds out he gave out the wrong name just now. What an idiot. He's usually spot on, but not today. And I have to say, the the people like Tom, the people who are pretty far left, who think that everyone's a racist, all white people except for them are racist. You got to think like David Duke and Mark Ferber are like, hey, what the fuck, man? <laughs> we work hard at this. It's not, not something that anyone could do. It's a skill. Yeah. I don't want to be lumped in with just everyone. But what I like about clips like that is, you know, you you can go through Tom Myers versus the rest of the world and cherry pick your least favorite jokes <laughs> How dare and make you. a fool make a fool of this How man. How dare you? <laughs> when he when he posts one on as as a clip on social media, it's pretty rare. He doesn't always do it. So to me, that's Tom saying like, guys, I have struck gold. Right. This is special. And that's what it was. It's just yeah. another wordy horseshit. Punchline. <laughs> well, since we're talking about the uh, the uber left leaning woke people, let's head over to TikTok. TikTok up by the Chinese to fuck up the minds of our youth and some other people too. So let's talk quite a lot about these TikTokers we stalk and know. Oh oh whoa, TikTok fucking blows. Now I don't want to tell people what to think about this. But we're going to play a video from Woke Dad, Daniel Alexander. And Daniel Alexander always likes to tell us about what happened to him during the day, different interactions he had with people, stories that he has. And I've said a couple of times on here that I don't know if these things actually happened. I know for a fact that this one did not fucking happen. This is definitely made up. I, I get excited for these because I know... I, well. I, I I, I've noticed, like, the, the trend that we've gone with is the interactions that he has. He has so much other horseshit on his TikTok mm-hmm. that I want to get to, but it's like every week he has an interaction with someone that I know didn't happen. And I'm like, all right, I guess we got to use this one. Yes, and I appreciate that. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's hear this story. Well, I just had my first interaction with an irate Karen as a business owner, and I'd like to talk about it because this is important. It's not. It's not important, okay? No, I promise I you that. He just said it was. You're not listening. It's not. It's definitely not. He runs a shitty little fucking mobile coffee shop, and he talked to him was having a bad day. And he's like, I got a TikTok about this. He runs that coffee shop to give back to his community, dick. Uh, I guess Let's that, listen. I guess that is important. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that some of his customers are four-year-old trans people. That he loves. I forgot about <laughs> yeah, that. He doesn't make any money off of it. He definitely it just does it for the, the four-year-old trans kids out there. Now, this is a mobile coffee shop, so I'm a unique business, and I see some unique customers. This woman showed up to my window pissed, like clearly irate from the moment that she showed up. 
And she started to tell me a story (laughs) about how she just went across the street to one of those big chain coffee shops and they refused to help her because their kiosk was down. Their self-service kiosk was down. So she sat there for 15 minutes trying to get the machine to work and nobody would help her. First off, you got to give up after two and a half. (laughs) I'm not putting more than two and a half minutes into trying to use a kiosk that's down. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I get coffee somewhere else today. But isn't it such a thing? Like when you go into Starbucks and a woman's in line and she's like, can I get some help? And they're like, shut up, bitch. No. (laughs) Grow a penis and maybe we'll help you. Yeah. We're we're not here to help white women, dummy. (laughs) Get the hell out of here. (laughs) Clearly she was pissed. And for good reason. Now, I heard her talk about this as I'm making her her coffee. And she said through the window, I'm sorry to be such a bitch. And I turned sharply to her and I said, stop. You don't need to do that. I said, in today's society, if a man were to do what you're doing right now, he would be a certain. He'd be an asshole. He'd be a fucking asshole. If he came over to your place, which is like, this fucking place across the street fucking sucks. They're assholes. Like, all right, calm down, asshole. I'm not the one who's causing your problems today. I'm constantly going into Dunkin' Donuts in my neighborhood going, these cock-sucking kiosks, I've had enough of them. And I'm carried out on people's shoulders. They're chanting, Mike, Mike, Mike. White male, white male, white male. Do no wrong, do no wrong. Oh, this is so enraging. If a man were to do what you're doing right now, he would be assertive. He would be standing up for himself. That does not make you a bitch. And she said, well, I am just a middle-aged white woman named Karen. And I said, I don't care Hold what your on. name is. Can and I, I give don't care Daniel Alexander a little note about storytelling? Yes. That's what they call omnos. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> Maybe not quite so on the nose next time, Daniel. Don't make her actually named Karen in your fictitious stories. I, I think what Mike's trying to say is creativity is an important part of storytelling. Sure. And I want to be a little yeah. more creative with this. <laughs> Maybe her name is Gwen. <laughs> Or, as Stuttering John has taught me, maybe her name could be Renka. And then if you all if you move the letters around, we all realize it's Karen. And it's a big reveal. <laughs> and I said, I don't care what your name is, and I don't care what your demographic is. I definitely don't care what your age is. You deserve to be treated with respect. I said, I know the middle-aged women in my life feel invisible. And- Hold on a second. He obviously does care about her demographics and her age because he just said the middle-aged women in my life feel invisible. So you're obviously paying attention to that. Uh, the old the old bags that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, listen, age, race, doesn't matter to me because a lot of the white women that I talk to. <laughs> yeah. The haggard old twats that I are in my life. <laughs> They're constantly bitching about this. I care what your demographic is. I definitely don't care what your age is. You deserve to be treated with respect. I said, I know the middle-aged women in my life feel invisible. And I know sometimes you probably do too. But to me, you're not invisible. I see you. You are valid. And I hear you. And she started to cry. Ugh. In the parking lot. Shut up. In her car. And I cried with her for a minute because <laughs> it's screwed up. So it's really messed up in today's society. And it- Can you imagine being next in line? <laughs> it's like, um, I think they're having a moment. Should we go somewhere else? It's happening Wait, this right is now. the saddest coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> this is so uncomfortable for everyone. Any society that we're treating people like garbage, we pretend that we love women and then we treat them like garbage. That's messed up. 
Customers who are paying money deserve to be treated with respect, and middle-aged women shouldn't feel invisible. Nobody should feel invisible. We have work to do as a society. Damn Things sure. need to change. Well, I'll give them this. Customers who are paying money should be treated with respect. Homeless people, fuck those people. No respect <laughs> at all. They're not paying money for shit. <laughs> the amount of times I've seen a woman at a store and they're like, anyone in line? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see you. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'll go. <laughs> all right, so this is the fakest story of all his fake stories. And so oh, I'm yeah. going to throw it out there because I've finally had enough of this guy. I'm putting up $1,000 of my money to get Karen on our show. Oh, interesting. I want someone to track down this Karen who couldn't use the kiosk at Starbucks and then yelled at Daniel and then they had to cry together. And she has to prove that her name is Karen, in fact. I don't even care if her name is a Karen. I don't care if you made that part up. I just want to hear her perspective on what happened. None of this happened. No. But if there was a customer who came through who had a tough time somewhere else, I want to hear her version of this story. Well, can I tell you my favorite part that de- that certainly didn't happen? Sure. Is when she goes, hey, I'm, I'm being a real bitch. And he Ugh. goes, you stop that right now. You shut your mouth. I won't, I won't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I met you three seconds ago, and I know that you like uh, uh, coffee with a li- little bit of cream. And that has told me you are not a bitch. Oh, it's, it's so ridiculous. Because here's a woman who's realizing that, I, you know what? I'm taking this out on you. It's not your fault. And his reaction is, no, 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 no. It is my fault. I'm part of the patriarchy. You should be screaming at me. You have every right to scream at me. Now let's have a good cry. All right. This is the dumbest video. If you thought that was dumb. Well, remember a few <laughs> seconds ago when he said that uh, like race and gender and all that stuff, it doesn't matter, right? <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't matter to him, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> okay. So there's a video going around where a straight woman asks if straight men are not allowed in lesbian bars. And I think... There's a video going around? (laughs) I haven't seen this viral sensation, I have to be honest with you. It's very popular. But then again, you know, Andy came on WTP yesterday, and I didn't know about Ben Shapiro doing that uh, song, Facts. Oh, the rap? Yeah, so I'm out of it. Maybe this is a very popular video. All right, let's, let's hear him out. So there's a video going around where a straight woman asks if straight men are not allowed in lesbian bars. And I think as a whole, this is a weird question because straight men, as a general rule, are not safe people. And I know... (laughs) He just said straight men, as a general rule, are not safe people. Can you imagine? Imagine saying that about anyone else. It's wild. Dude, I, I, so I looked this up. So 97.4% of men in this country are straight, according to Wikipedia. Okay. So 97.4% of men are not safe. What <laughs> a crazy... Living, Go ahead. <clears throat> living in any, like, suburban town, really any town, because like you said, whites are the majority in this country. So anywhere you live, you'd be in constant fear if this was true. <laughs> Well, fortunately, he says this. Rule are not safe people. And I know there are a few exceptions. I'm a straight man, and oh. I would like to think that I'm an exception, but the. There are a few exceptions, Mike. So when I said 97.4% of the population, it's probably just 95% of the, of the straight white <laughs> men are actually dangerous. All right, good. It's that weird makes that he's more in sense. that group of exceptions. Yeah, go figure. There's, there's a few good ones, like me, obviously. Yeah. 
exception, but the way that I become an exception is in the eyes of each individual through my personal actions, not because I tell somebody I'm a safe space or a safe place or a nice guy because my actions speak for themselves. The reality about those spaces, though, is that those are safe spaces, and unless you are welcomed into that space specifically by someone who belongs in that space, then you are not welcome in that space. That should go without saying. But again, if you're a straight man, especially a straight white man like me, and there is a safe space, you enter with caution no matter what it is, because... In so many ways, shapes, and forms, those spaces are made to keep people safe from people who fall into your demographic. Hopefully this helps. No, I'm wildly confused. (laughs) None of that made any sense to me. And again, we fall back on this all the time. This guy's trolling, right? This can't be a real person. I, I don't some of some of these this week that I found have were pretty crazy to the point where I was like, Yeah. That is one. he fucking is he fucking with us? Yeah, and that that's an extreme one because by this logic, he would be okay with people running in fear from white men purely based on the color of their skin. So Ash says, as someone who has only ever felt comfortable in those spaces, thank you. Oh, good. I mean, these people are just making shit up. I also like living in the bubble where it's like, so you know this thing that everyone's talking about where we're asking if men can go into lesbian bars. <laughs> right, yeah, that's obviously the big topic what right that now. conversation? <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, let's get caught up real quick on the Super Chats. Kelly Riddle with another $2 because Kelly is wants the rest of her or his, I'm sorry, Kelly, the rest of his jingle. Fine. Let's do it. That trying to explain the double verse to your spouse makes you want to find a short rope and a tall tree. I'm not doing that again, though. No more of these $2 at a time to get your personalized jingle played. The Kelly Riddle fans are going to go back to the original one and then skip ahead so they can hear it all Correct. as one. Yes. Someone will put together a supercut. Chad's missing upper lip five bucks says you'd figure with all the time in jail, he'd have written better lyrics. Good point. I was reading the note from uh, Podcast Hitman. Mike was on the creep off this week. Yes. I, I read this note, and he talks about how he spends a lot of time writing. It's a lot of time to pass. So, yeah, he could he could have penned a few tunes while he was in there. Yeah, I can't wait for letters from uh, John Hinckley where he's like, "Hey, Mike, you know the commissary is uh, pretty <laughs> chock full these days." <laughs> hey, Mike, if you can give me twelve fifty, I can get some fudge brownies. <laughs> really, you got it, John. Appreciate that. Uh, he also says hashtag Craigophile World Order. Hell yeah, that is catching yeah, on. Craigophiles are taking off. That's they a big. Really have. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> I don't posters know why. all up over neighborhoods. I don't understand why, but it is true. <laughs> uh, Matthew Rowley Two Bucks says, "Mike, do you do a show with Matt and Even? If so, why?" Matt and Even. Matt and Even. It's like Satan with an M. So Maiden Even. I don't know the reference. I don't know either. So I guess the answer is no. I guess not. Yeah. Turbo seventy forty nine. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Turbo seven thousand forty nine. Who is a master dabbler? As a reminder for everyone that Shuli sucks and Vinny is fat. You know it's annoying because I'm playing these jingles, like we're celebrating these people, and I'm just sitting here reading what he wrote. And he wrote, "You and Mike make a perfect couple. He can't see, and you shouldn't be seen." Jesus, Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on over here? 
Well, I love him for his mind. Thought we were friends. <laughs> uh, zero, oof, zero must the condemner. So for ten dollars, says fun fact: the guy that did Hinckley's psych eval after the incident in the eighties lives down the street from me. Bennett's kid oh. is crawling that Hinckley is out on the street. Interesting. <laughs> Let's get him on the show. Him and Karen are guests on the show next week. Let's go. Maybe he's just a big fan. He's like, I got to be honest. I really love the uh, Lonely Dreamer song. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's like, oh, thank God this guy didn't go to prison for the rest of his life. <laughs> Rocco Orby, 2002, five bucks. Tom Myers is turning into a woke Lucky Charms leprechaun with his weird accent. Yes. I agree. <laughs> this is my cat. I love my fuzzy little friend. Turbo seventy forty nine five bucks. Can we dox the woke Efsler's uh, coffee shop location? No, I'll, I'll well, give him something. To, I'll give him something to talk about. Yeah, I was gonna say it's mobile. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to to dox that. Yeah, I would like to interview that guy though. I would. I'd go up there and I'd, I'd ask him if his sons ever creeped in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco Orby twenty oh two two bucks. All middle-aged women are invisible to Mike. Well, yeah, that's a good point. That's you know what? Maybe he's talking to me specifically. That's a point. very good point. <laughs> Kelly Riddle, five bucks. Carol, you need to make your soundboard an app I can download and use in my daily life. Cover the anorexic chick Eugenia. She's a real train wreck. All right. Okay. I'll make a note of that. Put that Mike, on write that down. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Audio File America coming in with $50. Does Audio File America have a personalized jingle? I'm not sure that they do. I don't know. But uh, they're coming in with 50 bucks. Thank you so much, Audio File America. I never heard of that video either, but I take Woke Dad's word for it when it comes to finding lesbian videos on the internet. Good point. <laughs> what is he looking for? I want to see his search history. I've never said that about any person. He's... It's the he one guy. Some, remember when he was like, am I a lesbian? Do I yeah, qualify that's right. as a lesbian? Like, he has obsessed. some weird lesbian takes. He's yeah. obsessed with lesbians. That's <laughs> yeah. a very good point. Wow. Well, Audiophile America, I don't know if we have a personalized jingle for you. It doesn't look like we do, but uh, you've earned one today. So thank you very much for that. Super chat. And Borderline What with two pounds says, Frosted Tips have gone. Suspicious woke dad. Oh, did he have Frosted Tips before? I don't really... Uh... Well, no, he wears you a hat. Know. He wears a hat. You can spot your own kind. It's like seeing it when you buy a Jeep and you start seeing Jeeps all over the place. I do. Have, I do. I'm doing it this weekend. I'm getting my frosted <laughs> tips. I have a it's show with uh, Bob Levy and Husey tomorrow. I think it's called America versus Ireland. I'm going to be on that. I think it's at 1:30. Interesting. So I'll be talking to Bob about that. So Are you actually uh, hashing out our differences finally. Yeah, we're going to figure it out finally. Yes. Oh, good. Good. Uh, Matthew Rowley again five bucks says. Oh, Mayton Even is an unfunny prankster YouTuber. He has a co-host named Mike that looks like Brian Mike, wears glasses at all times, and does not talk. Ooh, a co-host who doesn't talk. Oh. That would be fun. Interesting. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Things would move a lot smoother around here. Yes. If we had well, one of those. Maybe that's Craig, and I haven't realized. All right. Mike, usually you're the one bringing me the Rosie O'Donnell clips. Yeah. But I, I knew it Not was her time. I found out it was her birthday today, so I went, oh, I wonder what Rosie's doing over on the TikTok. Okay. And uh, well, guess what? I found the one asshole who's excited to see Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. 
Okay, I can't even explain how overjoyed I am to see Taylor Swift, who I watched online doing her concert in Japan, I think, last night, got on the plane, came here to support her boyfriend. You know, when you're famous, it's hard to merge your reality, all of them together in one, and it seems as though she's found a way to do that. How would we know that? What do you mean, do do we know? (laughs) What are you asking us? This is a ridiculous (laughs) thing she's saying. Taylor Swift has more money than God is the most famous person on the planet Earth. And she goes, can you believe she was able to figure out a way to perform in Japan and then take a private jet to Las Vegas to watch the Super Bowl? Yes! I bet she didn't have to... I bet she all she had to do was be like, I'd like to be at the Super Bowl tomorrow. They're like, we got it for you, Taylor. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. It warms your heart. It warms your heart to know that she could fly private from one continent to another. (laughs) It it really is inspiration. This is insane. (laughs) By being herself and being unapologetic and being loving and and kind and i just love she wasn't all that kind to uh joe coy i would point out but okay if you say so the whole thing of it i'm in i'm in i'm in and what they are doing i can't even explain i can't explain i wish i could find the words so she is sitting here with a chief's jersey on and you it's can an attractive image. You can hear <laughs> <A> linebacker. <laughs> you can hear in the background. She's got the pregame for the Super Bowl going on. She is all excited about our Super Bowl party going up. Okay, not for nothing. I'm scrolling my TikToks and I'm seeing all the Chiefs arrive and they're looking so stylish. The hair looks great. The outfits are like on point. This has become like the red carpet of the Academy Awards, where you want to see what all the guys look like dressed up. You know. I don't know. You are not understanding football at all. I don't understand that every week. I don't get it. It's not what this is at all, Rosie. Who's got that swag or who's got that natural style? I think we're a very good-looking team is all I want to say. Very excited. Was Rosie very O'Donnell excited. Like a Soon my friends will- Was she an actual? Because yes. I've heard her in some of these videos talk about like getting back in the stand. I guess she's been... To the comedy store and shit. She, she started stand-up? as a stand-up. She started as a stand-up before she had her own talk show and then oh boy. the movies and everything. Yeah. Because she's become just Nana O'Donnell. This is all nursing home talk. As I said last time, we talked about it. Correct. Where it's like, I, I just I just love, I love, I like watching football. I talk to my grandchildren. I have a dog now. It's like, who gives a fuck, Rosie? Well, Why are you on TikTok? What I'm upset about is that she's talking about the Chiefs as us and we. She's wearing a jersey. She was born on Long Island, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Why is she a Chiefs fan? What's going but, on here? But again, if you just saw this lady as you were walking through the nursing home, it would be good, good for you. Hey, go Pat Mahomes. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to Someone that. gave her a phone for some reason. We're going to do that, Mike. Actually, it's funny you say that. Let's hear, play the rest of the video. We'll be here. Lesbians on Super Bowl Sunday. Daniel Alexander pops up. You know, but I gotta say, I like that Purdy. You know, Brock Purdy. What kind of a name is that? That is like a superstar something kind of name. And he was the last one picked. I kind of, I'm rooting for him too, a little bit. Not to beat my Mahomes, but I hope it's a close game. And I hope that he does really well because he's a cutie patootie too. He really is. Tick tock, you don't stop. Peace. I hate her catchphrase. Oh, she brought back cutie patootie. She's talking about Tom Cruise. Oh, he's such a cutie patootie. 
Oh, I forgot that was her catchphrase. I meant the new TikTok. No, I know, I know. Well, I, yeah. I understand. There's a couple <laughs> catchphrases going on there at the end. They're all annoying. I hate her riffing. Like Purdy, what kind of a name is that? <laughs> and also, the jar is round. <laughs> this is the thing that annoys me about how popular football is. Pop football was a sport for guys like me. We didn't sure. care about concussions. Cool no, no. My point is this. <laughs> we didn't care about concussions. We didn't care if Nickelodeon was also simulcasting the game. It was a sport <laughs> for men to watch and enjoy. And then women got involved and lesbians got involved. And now we're talking about like, well, I hope Brock Purdy has a good game. Even though I root for the Chiefs, I hope Purdy has a good game too. That's not how you're supposed to approach a football game. It's not about the number of wins, Carl. It's about the number of smiles that are had. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. It's a good way to live. All right. This came in from Robo Shitstain MK9000. And this is a 49ers fan who went to a Super Bowl party. And uh, I think he had a lot of money on the game. And so as the touchdown is thrown into the end zone to end the game in overtime, he does not respond well to it. He just smashed the TV. He ran into the TV, smashed it. Now he's trying to fight someone, and he's getting <laughs> he's getting pulled out of the the house. Alright, well. The good news is it's his house. That's good. Because he, he launched at his TV and smashed the fuck out of it as soon as that touchdown. So I was like, do you want to watch the post game? Maybe there's a flag on the play. You know, okay, fair enough. I've never got like, I, even when I was like super into sports, I've never gotten that. Like in 2011, uh, my college roommate, the Red Sox were up that year, like 15 games in September yeah. and blew the lead and they got eliminated on the last day. Mm. And when they lost the last game of the season, my buddy wrapped his hand in a t-shirt and punched through the television. Wow. And I was like, if you had the foresight to wrap your hand, why would you do that? Good point. I've never gotten that way either. I've been uh, very distraught. I mean, I, I remember back in 2003 with uh, Steve Bartman. I'm a big Cubs fan. And right. uh, yeah, and I, I never destroyed anything that was around me. I was upset. But uh, I've never felt like I should probably break some of my property now to get out this the frustration. Only, the uh, Patriots losing to the Giants the first time, the undefeated season, that is the worst I ever felt. But yeah. I didn't come to violence. Right, right. And also, I would have to say, even when that happened, you still had like five Super Bowl rings in the last seven years or something. So It was uh, three at that point. It was only <laughs> okay. three. Right. It's probably <laughs> able to get over it, I would imagine. <laughs> All right, we got to talk about King Cobra. We're running long. I apologize. I have a whole oh, no. package about King yeah, Cobra. It's the most amazing thing to happen in the Cobraverse. My buddy Kay from St. Louis sent me over some timestamps and things to look at because what's happened is over the past several months, Josh, who's King Cobra JFS, we've talked about many yeah. times on here, and this other YouTuber who goes by the name of Naked and Laughing. Her name is Jessica in real yeah. life. They That's how I know her. They've both been flirting with each other on their streams. They're both like little cows. They have an audience because people point and laugh at them. And they've been flirting oh, with each other. I didn't realize she was known. Yes. I only heard him refer to her. So 
Yes, because she was streaming from his house. Okay. When so this is what happens. Because those two have been forwarding with each other through their streams, people raised money and gave money to Jessica to fly to Cobra's house and spend the week with him. Right. And this is a big deal because King Cobra has not gotten laid in over six years. And so he's very which he excited. Which refers to as a dry spell. The dry spell. Yes. <laughs> Just a dry spell. What are you going to do? A short bout of dryness. <laughs> so... I'm going to start here because this is from the King Cobra subreddit. We have to remember that King Cobra was bragging. I think we played this clip on our show. King Cobra was bragging that he's one day going to bang a really hot goth chick. That's right. And he's not even going to brag about it. (laughs) He's not even going to talk about it. No, he's a humble man. Yeah, well, he's smooth. He's cool. You know, he doesn't need to brag or rub it in by any means. And so what I like about this clip it's called Josh, Joshy Sure Showed Us. Uh, this is, we're going to find out, it's a little bit of a spoiler. We're going to find out what happens with their relationship. And oh keep it up, assholes, because guess what? One day I'm going to get laid by the hottest of age goth chick that's biologically female. <laughs> and it's going to be consensual and she'll be alive. And on top of that, y'all are going to be jealous as fuck because I ain't going to say shit about it. Quite frankly, that's none of your business. All right, so now they're showing him next to his new girlfriend looking very distraught (laughs) in his easy chair. So it's a tale as old as time. We have uh, young love, and when you first meet and you're together and you're banging and it's just fun and exciting. So let's start off with... uh, Raw sex. Yeah, so start off with day one, he put out a uh, a podcast or a, a YouTube stream called Ended My Dry Spell, TWU. And it was a uh, almost two hour long stream with him and Jessica and they're flirty and Jessica's taking her shirt off. I mean, not showing boobs, obviously, on YouTube. Mm. But uh, there's a lot of making out and stuff. Here's an example. I've heard the name, but I didn't. They're both like these cute little stuffed monocled cobras kind of thing, you know. Monocled cobras are the shit. I don't care what anyone says. Showing off his stuffies. You shouldn't hear what he says, George. No, I don't. I'm happy. I'm afraid. Oh, they're making out. And they don't know how to. Oh, you can just see there's like too much tongue. <laughs> oh, you can hear it. Oh. <laughs> I want to be happy for Cobra, but he's really going out of his way to make this unpleasant. Yeah. And they, oh, just lasted way too long. He's all proud of himself and afterwards. That he's chocolate just like. Taste. I don't even have to have the beer. I can taste it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I think just, I got to be honest, I think just hearing it is worse because my mind yes. has to create the, the image. Well, Mike, you'd be wrong. It's worse watching it. But this this video has 50,000 views. Started five days, Ooh. it went up five days ago. And I have to say, some people were kind of rude in the chat. A lot of people were chatting oh, no. about this, yeah, <laughs> and being very rude to Josh. How like long that. did you last? None of your business. Yeah, none of your business, Yellow, this. but thank you for your two dollars. So when uh, someone asks, how long did you last, and the girlfriend says, none of your business, I'm going to guess that's uh, about two pumps, maybe three. 
Yeah, right. Immediately getting okay. defensive. You don't yeah, think that's a good sign? Would be my guess about that. <laughs> you don't think he fucks like a porn star? Where no. it's like, who, who cares? What's the length anyways? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I measure my time in hours, and I lost track. How does that sound? <laughs> all right. So they're getting all of these people, and the, the way that King Cobra operates is very similar to how Suttering John operates these days, where people are just fucking with him nonstop. They're sending deliveries yeah. to his house. He's constantly people are coming to the door, and he has the cops called on him, and all this kind of stuff. So people sent over. I guess maybe they were having some heartburn issues or something. People sent over tums. And <laughs> sexy. So, what a romantic well, weekend. <laughs> it's funny to say because Jessica turns opening up the tums into a very sexual act here, as we're gonna say. I'll say thank you for that though. Okay, yeah, flaming hot wine, I'll eat these. Do a food review on them later. Thank you for the Toms, whoever you are. Yeah, thank you. I was going to order those for heartburn and didn't get any Oh, better. come on. Fucking pop out of that pussy, bitch. Oh, God. Pop that pussy, bitch. Pop that fucking How do you make the pussy pop, Josh? Figure it out. Get that clit hard. Ugh. Make that pussy horny, that, Josh. That clit hard? Is that how that works? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. How many do you need? Like two? Just one. one or two. So now he has one in his hand, and she eats out. it out of his fingers, and he gets very excited. Oh, holy shit. Oh, right. so it is sexy. Nothing. Yeah, it, it turns, eating Tums turns into sexy time. You were joking. <laughs> you didn't realize. I realize how hard we were going to be at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously not. All right, let's take a quick break. Here comes the money. Here we go. Super chat, Miguel. We sure appreciate it. Blind Mike might not be able to see, but we know for sure he can at least smell that Carl has frosted tips. Miguel, 10 bucks, says, why does Rosie look like she's transforming into a lesbian Truman Capote? Oh, <laughs> that is very true. It's not a good luck. Is that right? Rocco Orby, 2002, five bucks. Oh, boy. Let's go to a bar with butch lesbians that look like Rosie O'Donnell. Said no straight man ever. Yeah, no, no one's pounding down the door of a lesbian bar. <laughs> I, I, honestly, because we can't get in. <laughs> Mike, I, I got to be honest with you. There's a new phenomenon that's happening. I wish I was blind because every time I go to a sports bar now, I mean, every time w without fail, mm -hmm. ESPN2 is showing either women's softball or women's collegiate volleyball. Not the fun kind right? of volleyball. I'm talking about the kind in a gym. Yeah. They're showing women's sports WNBA. They're showing women's sports all the time now. Is Rochester particularly like woke? Why is this happening around it, here? It's on ESPN. <laughs> this is what happens. So when you – sports bars, you want to have hot chicks behind the bar. Sure. So these bar owners, they they hire all these hot chicks, and the chicks come in and they turn on the TVs. They go ESPN, ESPN oh, two, Fox Sports. They don't know that the game's on ABC that day or NBC, right. or they <laughs> yeah. don't know the hockey exists. You're just like, what the fuck am I watching right now? There's a the Islanders are playing, and I'm watching this. <laughs> you don't think you don't think softball catchers are? A, it's a sexy image you can have on the television. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> And they look like they're wearing headgear to fix their teeth. I don't know. You probably haven't seen what softball players are wearing these days. You would think they're playing no. a contact sport. 
I've kept the image of Jenny Finch in my mind, Smart. and that's how I imagine they all look. <laughs> Miguel Tubuck says, that Windex will for sure fix that TV. Yeah, at the end of that uh, video where the guy smashes his own TV, yeah. uh, <laughs> some dummy walks up with a Windex bottle starts spraying oh. the screen. Like, that's, well, that's going to put it back together. <laughs> it's important to be cleanly. <laughs> Lionel Hutt's coming in. I've seen Lionel Hutt's all over Stuttering John's stream with uh, 10 Australian dollars. I heard a rumor that Stud Joe molested his daughter and that that is why she got a sex chains so that she could become something John wouldn't touch. Don't shoot the messenger skull. Now, normally I would, I would disavow. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true either. I have not heard that rumor. Normally I would disavow and say, no, we're not putting that up on the screen. I'm not going to leave it there. But John has said you can talk about his kids now. He's he's no, open I, to it. I understand. He's into it now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, maybe that, who knows? <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> e with ten bucks says, "Wow, what a nice Section Eight house that they had with the massive TV I paid for." Hey YouTube, are you going to come after me for this comment too? Uh oh, are you having issues with YouTube? E, I'm oh, no. sorry. It's a lot of censorship going on on the internet these yeah. days, unfortunately. Okay, so what happens? There's a lot. There's a lot going on for the people who are big Kid Cobra fans and are like, these guys aren't even covering this correctly. I know. I know. The, the, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't realize this. there was this much to it. I sent Carl a couple King Cobra clips. Thank God for you guys out there because I didn't know how many layers there were to this. Well, I went to the subreddit and the subreddit is gangbusters. It popping? is. Yeah, it's popping. It's popping off. Yeah. So I was scrolling for days to find the different clips that I wanted to show to portray this story, this love story that is happening right now. So this isn't necessarily for the, the diehards, for the King Cobra diehards. You know about all this. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're layman's. Right. This is to catch up the WATS listeners on what's going on. So apparently, Josh has not been using condoms, and he's, as uh, Kay in St. Louis says, has been busting inside of her. Sweet. So after receiving another knock on the door, this, this happens multiple times where they get up, or one gets up, or the other one gets up. They have a little conversation by the door. <laughs> it's Vince the lawyer. <laughs> it's probably Vince the lawyer. They have a conversation by the door, and it's hard to hear, but basically... She tells Josh that if she gets pregnant, she's going to keep the baby and it'll all be okay. <laughs> Which is not good. Seems a little premature. Well, I don't know, man. They also talk weddings at some points in this. But uh, oh, so then people are, you know, sending super chats and stuff. And this is interesting. Don't be silly, wrap your willy. Ask him that, not me. No. Right? No. You have a lot. You were there, weren't you? Were yeah, you awake? Yeah. yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> Ask him that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Cobra. He wants to get his dick wet. I know. He's doing they it the wrong me. way. I don't give a fuck. They hate, hate you because they ain't you and because you're crazy about me, dude. All right. So what's <laughs> happening here is that all of the people commenting are like, fuck this bitch, get her out of here. She sucks. She's not great to look at. I, I understand where they're coming from to some degree. But I, I guess I, I, don't, I don't love that just because it's like, hey, good for King Cobra, you know? What, what did you expect the fucking supermodel to walk in? What did well, you really expect? Unfortunately, <laughs> the fans are not accepting her. It's, it's very bad. disappointing. So after this stream, it's called Ended My Dry Spell. 
and you know the, the six-year dry spell and they do this stream and this is still up on his channel like i said fifty thousand views they did another stream the next day for three hours that was taken down and they've taken down every stream since this stream oh no for one reason or another but don't worry other people have posted it so we still get to see what's happening here and uh yeah a lot is happening during these streams. We're going to get into some of it. But this is, Jessica got very upset about the comments coming in. And the, the King fans not accepting her. Hold on. I'm wondering. Oh, this, this video is called Chillin' with Bay." They already have cute nicknames. <laughs> How do you scroll up, Josh? Let me scroll up. Fangirl Kate is honestly so sweet and has been a loyal moth. I'm not a fucking imposter, bitch. I literally saw what the fuck she said about me, you fucking faggot. They were calling you an imposter. They were saying that they were saying that people were impersonating Kate. Yeah, but this, this is the literally... kind of crap my YouTube trolls do because it creates drama. So there's this Kate woman who's like a mod for him, and I don't know if it's the real Kate or a fake Kate, but Kate has been calling out Jessica a lot. Jessica's not having it. That's true, but she literally had a green name, and green names are memberships. Yeah, but Fangirl Kate doesn't have a membership, as far as I know. She's a moderator, though. Well, whoever the fuck it was was a moderator, but whatever. I don't know. I fucking do. They literally, I saw nasty messages accepted, but I'm not even judging them, so don't even think that. But fuck all of you people. Literally... (laughs) <laughs> Me and Josh have already fucked over 10 times at this point. Sweet. <laughs> so, Josh is still in proud mode. <laughs> 10 times 7.9. be 79. Percent more. Percent yeah, more, huh? In what like period rap. of time my dick would be in rough shape after that. I think his dick gets into rough shape. We're going to see. <laughs> He seems like he's uh, all of the liquids that were in his body have been drained out. Now, the other thing that's going on with these two is that they're both alcoholics. And so I guess both of them go on their streams and just drink nonstop and get very drunk. At a certain point, King Cobra's just passed out and she's just sitting on his lap and talking to the stream. It's uh, (laughs) quite a a sight. Young love. (laughs) Puppy love. Like rats and demogorgons. Mutant Ninja Turtle Mingers. Mingers. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fuck you, bitch. All right. So they're talking about how much they're fucking and how much they're going to be fucking. And uh, then we talk about foreplay. Now, Mike, oh, I, I was hoping we could <laughs> learn about licking your box and, yep. and sucking his rotten that's, pecker. That's I was exactly, hoping we'd hear about that's that. That's exactly what we're talking about. Can't, no, my pussy does not stink, bitch. <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't have fucking ate me out. Thank you. Tell him, Josh. Yeah, she ain't lying. Tell him what you think. Yeah, just because pussy smelled nice. <laughs> All right. Just because pussy smelled nice. But I need no, no, no. it smelled nice. I needed to be more specific about it, Mike, because I'm not okay. understanding what that means. And that's fair. Thank- <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> he clears it up for us in this quick clip that I found on uh, their subreddit here. It's looking like a jolly green giant yeah, of course fucking bitch. Like What? <laughs> I can smell the sweat coming off of you, and it smells like Wendy's. 
Jesus. Her pussy smells like Wendy's. Because <laughs> they're eating all this fast food and junk food while they're getting drunk together. Yeah. This guy's a regular George Clooney. He's a real, <laughs> a real sweet talker. He is. Well, the problem is, is the trolls. I think you'll agree with me. The trolls are out of control. So the uh, police get called over to the house. What, do they make fun of Cobra's kids? What the hell's going on? <laughs> Alert security. So uh, they're making fun of his future kids. Can you believe it? Still an embryo. All right. So this is the police showing up. To his house. One second. God damn it. Josh, can I have a shot of your Don Julio? Yeah, go for it. They drink the grossest shit, too. What do you think that place smells like? Hey, what's up, man? Can I help you? Yeah. Are you live streaming right now? Yes, I am. You have a girl in here with you? Yes. Did you hear that? Was that him? The police officer goes, you have a girl in here? And she's like, yes! Yeah. She didn't realize it's a, a cop who's at the oh, front no, door no, here. I'm sorry. Did, but the Cobra say, yeah, she's old enough. Why? <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> this is crazy. So apparently, someone must have called in and said he had an underage and I girl. I murder her. <laughs> right. She's not even dead yet. What are you doing here? I'm right here, and I'm not flashing anybody. Stay calm, stay calm. She's not flashing the camera. Okay, that's <laughs> No, they do not. I defending them. Yeah. She goes, this, the trolls run his life. She's like, no, 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 I run their lives. Like, well, no, you're literally at your door talking to a police officer right now. What do you mean? Hey, bitch, you're a one night stand. They pay my rent. <laughs> yeah. I like him putting her in her place. <laughs> trails off there but uh i like that the police officer's like uh, josh obviously we know each other you know that's we're cool we're um, pals. <laughs> yeah he, he totally knows I and mean, we you might have missed it but he actually said what up king the police officer did oh, <laughs> and nice. cobra opened the door which is fine for cobra <laughs> and uh, apparently this woman's 39 she's six years and 290 days or something like that older which ugh, can you imagine he likes some. Uh, he likes a uh, you know a, a darker banana. An older one, <laughs> darker <laughs> banana. He likes some ripe, <laughs> past expiration. Some might say. All right, this is uh, just a fun one because we learn more about. You know, they're, they're having sex and they go on the stream and they're talking to the chat and then they get off the stream and they have some more sex and they're drunk and all this stuff's going on. So we're learning more about them as sexual beings. Oh, good. I was hoping. <laughs> Josh is a naughty man, people. He's a pervert in in the mo- most in, a good way, in the most ex- exactly in the most fucking good way possible. Josh is a pervert. I don't give a fuck. He's so goddamn fucking handsome. Leave my man alone. Thank you. Okay. So what's happening is that when the first stream started, she was off on the other couch and wasn't part of the stream and was just kind of like talking every now and again. And then they started sure. making out. Now she's just like in his lap. She's constantly rubbing his face and, and fucking with them. She's the one in love here is what it seems well, like to me. 
Here's what I worry about with King Cobra is when you're a man of his stature, you're going to get these hangers on. Correct. You know, you're going to get women who are just out for the fave, the glitz and the glamour, as it were. And that's what I worry about with this young lady. Well, listen, I'm also a celebrity and, and mama used to tell me, be careful who you love. Don't go around breaking young girls' hearts. <laughs> and good, I, good you know, truer words never spoken. And right. I feel like no one's ever told King Cobra once you've gotten to this part of fame and fortune. Yeah. Got to be careful with this sort of Something thing. Something the kid's going to have to learn. But you did hear about how she said that he's a real pervert. And so I'm like, <laughs> well, I need to know more information. And I'm sure the yep. chat does too. I need to know about this. Um, If he wants to do butt stuff with me, that's his choice. <laughs> I have given him every option. Okay? She's the Kate Meaty of the Cobraverse. <laughs> She's like, yeah, hey. I want to do butt stuff. This guy's like, not getting anywhere near my butt. I don't know what to tell you. I like that phrase, I've given him every option. Like, she walked in and was like, hey, Josh, I got three holes wherever <laughs> yeah. you want them. <laughs> whether he wants to do that or not, that's up to him. Thank you. Right? It should be up to you. I got to say that Josh, our, our, our boy King Cobra right now, is looking around like, this is getting too weird. It's, <laughs> things are getting real for him right now, it looks like to me. And like, someone, someone get this bitch out of here. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because a couple days go by and he oh, is. Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't know how this ended. <laughs> he's officially over it. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. This is great. So she's becoming a full on clingy girlfriend and he is not enjoying this. Present oh, in my chat and sometimes you're a slime. Yeah. Like, I don't know when you're in my chat, listening, watching, observing, like. Oregon. He looks so That's miserable. Definitely what's up for your gothic goddamn bad boy lifestyle, Joshie. Give me a fucking cat. She's a fucking Viking. She's playing Bjork. You don't drink. And defend your child, Josh. Or I have to say that we know that King Cobra's a big Aussie guy. I don't know that Bjork's going to fit into his uh, musical tastes. <laughs> it's possible she won't. But uh, so now she's forcing him to kiss her before they're making out and going nuts. He doesn't the seem man's all nutted as... ten times. Yeah, he's, he's not, over the kissing. He's not as enthusiastic <laughs> about it anymore. Not Josh. Jason, which will not call him Jason. <laughs> Give me a kiss, So she's sticking her tongue out. He is not. She's sh shoving. Give me your fucking serpent tongue, bitch. <laughs> shoving her tongue on his lips. No, you're my fucking goddamn Lord uh, King Cobra. You ain't a bitch to me, Josh. I'm just talking shit. You ain't a bitch. You're my goddamn fucking king. I do whatever you tell me to do. Give me a kiss. This music really sets the mood. It really does. So she's supposed to fly back on Saturday. There's speculation she ain't going nowhere because I think she <laughs> tweeted or posted somewhere. I'll go home when I go home. Oh, she's got her hooks into this poor oh, bastard. No, this poor guy is <laughs> oh, like, uh, uh, is it worth it? Was it Listen. worth it? We like we like to make fun of King Cobra, but at the end of the end of the day, we're bros. You know, we're all right. guys here. We get so it. We get it, feel buddy. A hundred percent. So this is uh, audio. There's no audio here at all. Video only. But okay. uh, I'll describe what we're looking at. It's a quick clip, and this is also from the subreddit. 
He is completely done with her. She's trying to make out with him, and he's like moving his face to look at the chat and try to <laughs> deal with the chat. And she's like getting in his way, and he's just like kind of pushing her off. And I have one more clip that I have to play for you because his face says it all. He is so done with this. He wants wow. nothing to do with this ugly troll ever again. <laughs> and uh, this video is called His Face. Godspeed, Wizard Man. The uh, subreddit's rooting for him on this one. He, it, it really is like an encapsulation of men in general like yeah. this is a great study in in the difference between men and women because king cover's a guy that hadn't had sex in six years and it's really all he talks about is yes. like fucking and drinking basically yep. and so he was upset he wanted nothing more than to have a woman in his home he fucks her a couple of times and then he's like get this bitch away from me he couldn't <laughs> wait for this to happen and then you know this is actually very similar to i've gone to vegas many times and Vegas right. is a, a fun place to visit, but you don't want to be there for a week. No. I once went yeah. to Vegas with my girlfriend for a week, and we missed our flight. We had to stay another day. We had to stay an eighth day, and <laughs> I was miserable. Because yeah. Vegas <laughs> is fun, but just for like a weekend or maybe like a yeah. three-day weekend or something. You, know, you don't want to be there for seven days. And I think this bitch has overstayed her welcome. I think so, yeah. <laughs> you, think, you think she's a weekend in Vegas? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Your chair only needs to, oh, your chair needs to be at least like this much wider and be the perfect love suit for two lovebirds, right? Oh. Oh, no. Oh. All right, Joshy, let me type in a song. So she goes, a perfect love scene for two lovebirds, right, Joshy? And he literally put his head down. If, this, if there was an emoji for this on a, on a phone, you would know exactly what this emoji meant. He put his face down to the side and just shook his head like, yes, dear. Like, so defeated. You love birds, right? Ugh. All right, Joshy, let me type in a song. Oh, no. I was so somewhere else. This is not going to end well, I don't think. Even, even, we got to keep an eye on this now. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm excited about it now. Even his biggest I'm trolls have to feel some compassion. Like, this is a, at the end of the day, this is a man with an annoying woman in his house who won't, he can't get her out. He doesn't know what to do. Feel for this man instead of trolling him, for God's sake. Well, I, it's funny you say that because I'm going through, I, I spent a long time today reading the, the subreddit here. And it is interesting because you have all these people who, the only reason why they watch this guy is to, to goof on him. He's their low yeah, cow yeah, yeah. that they're into. But they're even just like, oh, this poor guy. He doesn't deserve this. Like, everyone is feeling the same way that we are right now. Like, damn it. Yeah. How'd he get himself it's, into this? It's rare. King Cobra is not necessarily a relatable guy all the yeah. time. But this is a moment that everyone can relate to. So yes. it's sad to watch. It is. <laughs> Yay, Super Chats. Lionel Hutz with two bucks says, stop talking about Jonathan's kids. Will do. Turbo, 7495 bucks. I'll be gone by the time you read this. Hackride's counter-programming starts at 7. What? Hackride's going up oh. against us? Yeah, uh, Hackride, I, I don't know. It might be it might be 10 Eastern that he starts and 7 yeah, Pacific. I'm probably not sure. 7 Pacific. But check out Hackride. But Hackride's also doing something uh, Sunday night. He's doing a, a Blind Mike Project wrap-up show. Hey. Which... I don't know if we need that. I don't know if enough goes on in our show to have a wrap-up show, but I'm curious to see what he does with it. Hey, Mike, guess who's going to be on that show? 
Oh, come on. Yours truly. I'll be on. I couldn't get, I couldn't get you on my show. 9, 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time, Sunday night. What a son of a bitch. You will see me on, after I do the dick show on uh, that okay. Sunday afternoon, I'll be on with Hack Ride. But the reason why I couldn't do your show is that I was in Florida. We had people over the house. Uh, I'm just saying. I'll do your show anytime. You know that. I'm... I'm really going to mail this one in so you fuckers have nothing to talk about. <laughs> that's, fu- that's funny. <laughs> that's a good idea. You're just staring at Craig. So what do you got? You bring anything? <laughs> Lionel Hutz with five bucks says, Stuttering John, I should have expected to find you holding you Major Ojeda's leash. I recognize your foul stench when I was brought on board. Wow, there's so many, go- there's so much going on. There's a Lionel Hutz is a Simpsons reference, and there's a Star Wars reference in there, and Richard Ojeda, and so much. I don't care any Ojeda slander, but the rest of it is good. Dennis in East Boston coming in. Here comes the money. Here we go. Thanks for the super chat, Dennis in East Boston. You are a true warrior in the dabble verse that would never tell anyone about exploding bloody hemorrhoids staining your jeans. The- the real question is, how y'all doing this fine evening? I'm doing Not just bad. fine, Dennis. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Dennis. Appreciate it. And E with 10 bucks says, if her hoo-ha smells like Wendy's, imagine what the turd cutter's like. Arby's, Papa John's, or Mike Subs? <laughs> she must be the, the one witch that survived Salem's trials. Is that okay, YouTube? <laughs> is yes. it? <laughs> the only way I could spin that is that like that's a delicacy in Josh's world where he meant it as like, ooh, yummy, Wendy's, you know? Oh, yeah, no, he meant that as a compliment for sure. And also, <laughs> I got to say that if her turd cutter smells like Mike Subs, that's not bad either. That's that's pretty good. Her pussy smelling like Wendy's isn't great, not but great. her asshole smelling like a sub shop is okay. <laughs> that's not bad. Fresh provolone, that oil sauce they put on. I love that. That's right. <laughs> Why don't Hot's five bucks says, Mike. Way to see, no eyes. You oh, like man. my fork comb? There's always razzing me. I'm a comb salesman. So what are you guys going to get over the blind stuff, you know? I know, right? It's in his Childish. name. He's leaning into it, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Turbo749 says, Thursday are for Hack Rise, 7 p.m. Eastern. He owns Thursday. Well, then we have a problem. I have to, I'm so going to have to cancel he, on him. He's on right now? Well, wait till we're done and then go over there. Come on, How's Hack that? Ride. Go subscribe to Hack Ride. That's true. People should subscribe to Hack Ride. We do appreciate what he does here in the Dabbleverse. All right. We got to head over to Instagram real quick. I know we're going wrong. Stick with us. Oh, I forgot about this. (laughs) (laughs) Blinded light, blind mic. Don't be a douche. Instagram in the night. Blinded light, blind mic. Check out these reels. They might make you want to fight. It was uh, a month or two ago, maybe three months ago, that Mike discovered the worst comic on Instagram. Oh yeah, it's been it's been a while since we saw our buddy. I guess his name is Isaac. As I, as uh, me and Carl were discussing before the show, we still don't know his, what his name is. His Instagram handle. I'm pretty sure the word Isaac is in there. It's a little uh, indiscriminate, but his like where it says your name, so not your handle, but like where it says your name, it just says artist. <laughs> He's such an idiot. And I remember I did a deep dive and I found that he was a musician. He sucked at music. But it's very difficult to figure out who this person is or what he's doing. But thankfully, he is doing some big comedy shows. 
And he's back. He's posting the highlights. He's back, baby. <laughs> That's the wrong video. This one right here. I had a friend decide to start cutting hair during the pandemic. I'm like, cool. I'm not going to give me a haircut right now. Uh, so I'm going to sit down and he's going to get himself set up real quick. He's got his tools and everything. I see him pull his cell phone out, you guys. And what you call it? He goes on YouTube. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit, he's about to play some music right now. Cool, cool. He goes on YouTube and he puts a tutorial video on how to cut hair. Uh-oh. <laughs> Five hours later, you guys. Five hours later, after just scrolling back and forth, like <laughs> five hours later, he finally finished cutting my hair, and my hair was actually good afterwards, you guys. My hair was actually good, you guys. Yes. You like that, Mike? You like that punchline? A little misdirection. It's just no. What's the point of all that? It was so stupid. So first off, I like he goes. So he pulls up YouTube. I think he's gonna play some music. Yeah, that's what people do. They go on YouTube to play some music on their phone. Yeah, sure. But also, he starts it by, like, say, my friend's trying to get into cutting hair. Yeah. So he looked up a video on how to do it. It's like, well, you're the one letting him do that. I don't understand this. Right. Not at a barber shop. <laughs> but you could tell that no one's following him. When he goes, and then five hours later, people are just like, what do you mean? How would you sit and let your hair be cut for five hours? It doesn't even make sense. You wouldn't do that. It, if you, you cut one hair at a time, it wouldn't take five hours. We're looking at you right now. Yeah, there's just no, the buildup is to be like, the, the the misdirect of like, oh, it was pretty good. It's like, oh, okay, nice. Cool. Well, so this is something that I've discovered. This is like Chad Zumach level comedy. I've noticed this about a lot of hack comedians, uh, whether it's this guy, Chad, Vic Henley. Their yeah. comedy is stories about a buddy of theirs or a server at a restaurant or some idiot who does something dumb. Can you believe this guy? And then my buddy says, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you, an idiot? Right. Well, that never happened. None of this ever happened. What are you talking about? What, much like with Tom Myers, where it's like he realized he was the idiot. He could have a real chance of being actually funny. Right. You know? But I got to say, with our with our boy Isaac, if you guys remember, I, the last time we played him, the clips were inscrutable. They were insane. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He didn't even know when to start or stop them. Yeah. So at least he, he has the full joke in there this that's time. True. It's that's cut true. properly. So that's well, something. I think, Mike, I think you're going to like this one. I think he's going to win you over with this one. Alright. Is anyone here afraid of the dark? Hell yeah. Yeah? <laughs> nah? Nah? Okay, okay, okay. But you know what, man? You know what kind of people are not afraid of the dark? Blind people. Yeah. What? He laughs. <laughs> he laughs at himself. I gotta say, that's one of those jokes you really have to think about. Like, I'm guessing some people got that on the way home. That that's a real thinker right there. I'm I'm rather offended. I think that's punching down a bit. You know, I just told you guys I was trying to get over this. Could you could I'm you leaning imagine? Into it, all right. <laughs> could you imagine coming up with that joke? You know, who's not afraid of the dark blind people and thinking like that's a pretty good joke. I should put that in my set. It, you these people don't think like one layer deep because it's like well you could close your eyes and still be afraid of the dark right that's so stupid you know like i don't get it <laughs> lionel hutz with two bucks says if those tips aren't frosted then sj isn't a hack the fr the tips are gonna get frosted i have an appointment this keep weekend saying that but you know i don't yeah, know if i buy it i have an appointment this weekend mike we got some voicemails well we have one voicemail let's uh let's check okay. it out i was talking to you about the um Super Bowl, I believe, at on the creep off. Yeah. Talking about the halftime show. Yep. I did it wrong, apparently. 
You know, you seriously asking Blind Mike about the choreography? You know he's blind, right? I forget sometimes. There I was apologize. one. There was one. Li- I don't even know if it was that, but there was one line where you asked me something, and I kind of politely went along with it. I was like, "He, he knows I didn't see that, right?" <laughs> <laughs> so me and this guy might have been in line. Sometimes I forget. You know, Mike likes to ask me about walking around on my feet, and I ask Mike about seeing stuff, and <laughs> we just forget sometimes. Carl, you know what it's like to have a beautiful smile. So anyways. <laughs> so I, I walk in the room and I light it up with my smile. You get it, Carl. And everyone comes over to talk to me. <laughs> Your teeth are so straight. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, Mike, this has been a long episode again, but it was worth it. Yes. Because I felt like we really needed to get into this King Cobra stuff. And like I said, this is still going on. Yeah, I'm glad because, like I said, I foolishly just said, oh, King Cobra's in love. That's nice. I didn't realize the twist at the end where he's like, get this bitch out of here. And people are putting together these amazing videos that show the whole arc, and I think more is going to come out. So yeah. we'll, we'll keep tabs on it. But King Cobra, I'm happy for you. Now you got to run for the hills. Shack up, brother. Get her out of there. <laughs> get, get her the fuck out of there. You got to move on with your life. This is not going to go well. She's way too comfortable with you right now. Or it's hey, not good. Maybe she's pregnant and uh have a lovely child together. I have a feeling that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I have it seems a, like she's she, trying for it. She's treating him like he's an NBA player. Like, oh sweet. Yeah. It's not good. My meal ticket of Mountain Dew and fucking Taco Bell concoctions that people are sending to the house. What was he drinking? Oh, this was the craziest thing. He had peanut butter whiskey. And he was mixing it with Dr. Pepper? No, A&W root beer. He was oh, drinking. yes, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, A&W yeah. root beer and peanut butter whiskey. And he's just like, this is amazing. This is so delicious. He's uh, he's an aficionado. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you guys. I mean, I, I get that being an alcoholic isn't great, but you're also doing it wrong. Just <laughs> FYI. Well, if you're an alcoholic, you're supposed to make any. You're not supposed to make delicious soda float drinks. <laughs> No, peanut butter whiskey should not be something you own in your house as an alcoholic. I, I don't mind peanut butter whiskey. Really? I guess maybe maybe not an alcoholic though. I've yeah. never I had like it peanut before. Butter. It's pretty good. I, unless you're, I, I would it's, imagine if you're like a whiskey good. snob, it's probably horseshit. It's definitely but, horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. All right, fair enough. I remember uh, back on the biggest problem in the universe back when Maddox was on with um, Dick Masterson. They used to have debates about Fireball whiskey. Oh, that I don't care for. No, it's garbage. And Max would be like, well, you know, it's spicy. It's like for real men. And Dick's just like, no, it's candy. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, it's for a children, liqueur. It's for college kids, yeah, literally. It's, it's a liqueur. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an actual whiskey. You must know that, right? Yeah, and he just, yeah. No, he no, stood no, I don't think it's for real men. But it is quite <laughs> right. tasty. He stood by it for some reason. <laughs> you know what I stand by is blindmike.net. Oh, you're too kind. Yes. Uh, so you, at blindmike.net, you can find all the free links to all the shows I do, including this one. Uh, if you don't get to watch live, then make sure you find the audio version wherever you get podcasts. And you can do the same for Why You Laughing and the Blind Mike Project. Uh, Why You Laughing, if you guys are Stern fans, which I know some of you are, we just did Baba Booey on the Howard Stern Show. That forty Baba Booey's been on the Stern Show for 40 years this year. Wow. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we did uh, some highlights there, and then... The episode that just went up for Patreon and YouTube members, 
that'll be out next week is uh, Shane Gillis getting fired from SNL as we get ready for him hosting Saturday Night Live. And then uh, the bonus episode that's coming out tomorrow, if you want to check that out for members only also, we did, um, do you remember when Ron Bennington and Colin Flaherty were on Anthony Cumia's show? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, we broke down that segment from That's uh, fantastic. Yes. About six years ago. Yeah. Okay. It's the most uncomfortable we've ever seen Anthony. Yes. And it's where he realizes what Opie's role was on the Opie and Anthony show. It's right. very funny. All right, good. Uh, but yeah, uh check all that out. And uh Sunday we'll be live at ten AM and you can see Carl and Hackride break it down later. So uh go subscribe and find all the links there at blindmike.net. And the greater good comes with five bucks and says, Mike, I just finished the Gillis. Why are you laughing? Great job, and thanks for ruining Jessenek for me. I had no idea Ooh. he was such a bitch. Oh, if you go back and listen to we play a lot of it, Jeselnik's comments about Shane getting fired. You'll, I like Jeselnik as a comedian. Yeah, but I know. He comes off as a real douchebag. Oh, he sucks. I know. I do yeah. not care for his uh, thoughts on cancel culture, censorship, politics. politics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a real douche when it comes to that. Well, Mike, blind Mike, that, that might seem like the only place to go on the internet, but it's not. There's also whoarethese.com. And the reason why you hmm. want to go to that is because it has all of the episodes. Who are these podcasts? Who are these socials? Who are these broadcasters? It has links to our YouTube channel, our Discord server, our subreddit. Oh, I heard a funny thing uh, today. Centering John had uh, Vince the Lawyer on, which is weird because <laughs> John swore just yesterday. Never, never ends. Never talked to him again. It's so stupid. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, I said this on WTP yesterday, and I, I truly mean it. The devil versus a joke. Anyone yeah. who gets themselves invested in what Kevin Brennan says or Suttering John or any of these asshats, they're all just liars. None of it's real. It's what I it's what I tried to show everyone when I quit a few months ago. Yeah. And then I, I was the worst person to do that because I gave up in six weeks. Because there is something fascinating about John that keeps driving you back. But my overall point was like he needs this world to sustain what he's doing. He needs like you more than you need him. Right. Which is the point. Like he needs when he talks about he's trying to convince Dabblers Anonymous so badly to like him. He needs that. That fuels him. Right. So John's on with Vince the Warrior, who he said he would never talk to again. This has gotten so ridiculous now. It's like, what's the point of even listening to this guy? He's just, he, yeah. And and then someone super chats him and just like, I thought you were never going to talk to me. He goes, didn't I say I was ever going to talk to you again, Vince? Again, that doesn't matter. That's not the point. But anyway, they bring up, they go, whatever happened to Carl? You know, I wasn't in Atlantic City. Yeah. And they're like, what happened to him? He's like, out of the Dabbleverse. He's not doing anything anymore. And John goes, yeah, you know, his Discord, he took his Discord down after the nap video. And Vince goes, I don't know what that is. What's a Discord? He goes, you know, it's, it's on his subreddit. I was like, holy shit. Oh. These people are so stupid. We did not take anything down. I've taken so nothing did you, down. Uh, did you take the Discord off of the subreddit? Because that's what I've heard, too. <laughs> no, no, the Discord <laughs> and the subreddit are very separate things. They're very different oh, so things. So you did take it off. I did not take anything down. <laughs> nothing has changed. The net video didn't change my life in any fucking way, except for we have more viewers now. Other than that, nothing has changed. I was just like, how do people like this have a show? They're talking about, someone's going to point this out that I talk out of my ass all the time, too, but it's ridiculous. They're like, whatever yeah. happened to Carl? He's out of the demos. I posted a video about John today. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? 
I liked it very much, too. I enjoyed the title in particular. Oh, well, what did I call the one today? John doesn't care about his kids. Oh, yeah. John finally admits he doesn't care about his children. Yeah. Well, it's true. He did. He came out and said it. Uh, Goat Melp, five bucks, says, Mike, you can look quite handsome in your Patreon pick. Can't see you clearly on this show with the hat and Mike. No homo. Wow. And I got to shave. I get, the beard has gotten quite it's, long. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. I'm going to doll myself up for... Uh, I'm 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 going to Austin to do a podcast. No, I'm not allowed to say what it is apparently, but <laughs> you, you can guess. Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> yes, yeah, wow. that's right. I'm on. I'm doing the Rogan Kill Tony circuit, <laughs> dude. If you were on Rogan, I would totally treat it like when Richard Ojeda was on Bill Maher. Well, you got you got to tell <laughs> Rogan about me. Obviously, I mean, could I come on with you? Maybe, maybe we want both of us on there. You know, I do co-host a show with you and stuff. Uh, you're just outside petting his uh, the wolf that he has on his wall. <laughs> Carl, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> Matthew Rowley, five bucks, says, I have a confusion to make. Maybe confession? Yeah. I've never given a $25 super chat. My max is 20 as I am poor. Also, the 49ers still rock and Wilkes deserved firing. Well, first off, I want to say, if you're giving $20 super chats, that's very helpful and appreciated. Yeah. So thank you for that. I doubt you're poor if you're doing that, unless you're making bad decisions with your money, which is very possible. Yeah, save your money if you need it. We appreciate it. Yes, but. we do appreciate it. Uh, but this is a free show. We put it out there for you, all you guys. And uh, the 49ers still rock. Yeah, they really had that game. The defense played so well. Mahomes didn't know what to do, and the, the Niners should have won that game. They They gave it away. The Chiefs lucked in. Like, they shouldn't have been in this. They had a mediocre year, kind of, at least Correct. by their standard. Correct. Yes. So it was it was very annoying all around. Let's not forget the Chiefs at the Bills with a missed field goal and Josh yeah. Allen missing a wide open guy in the end zone before that. Whatever. These things happen. What are you gonna it's always do? Always next year, pal. It's always next year. Who are these.com is uh where you want to go to find all things yeah. around this podcast. We're doing a live show in Largo, Florida. And I was on with the ROTC guys earlier this week. It's going to be, who are these podcasts here with Revenge of the Sis? And Tukey's going to be there, who's now Gino Visconti. And uh, we also have Cardiff. Did you see that? His Gino did, impression? Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cardiff's going to be there. Dr. Steve. The whole, the whole uh, gang is going to be down there. So WTBLive.com is where you want to go to find your tickets. And we're going to have a lot of fun hanging out in Largo, Florida. I finally booked my Airbnb. I'm going to be there Wednesday through Sunday. So we'll be hanging out quite a bit. Sweet. So there's another live show you have coming up too, right? That's true. Hackamania.com. We're going to yes. be in Vegas at the end of May, beginning of June. And that is with the Nobody Likes Onions, Patrick Melton show. But also, Tukey's going to be at that one. Ray DeVito, Pat Dixon, Earl Skakel. Um, trying to think who else is on there. There's a bunch of people. It's going to be a whole weekend of events nice. and shows in Vegas, which is the right amount of time to be in Vegas. Oof, yeah. Should be a lot well, of good fun. Luck. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> All right. Should we uh, get out of here? I think so. Well, see you never, folks. Who are these social That's what this audience wants to hear. Like, whoa! Who are these socials? I'm the one who should apologize. Folks, what you are about to see is real. With Carl. Okay, we got it. And blind my